We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back to another Jimmy! episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. Dan, how are uh, how you doing over there? You uh, staying warm and having power? Well, I'm warm now. A little cold though, because I, I I thought I saw you made an Instagram post that you were leaving the pod. I thought I, I people are just putting Instagram posts out there that they're that they're leaving, and I got one from you, and it was just weird, man. I just is there something you want to talk about? Or I feel like I missed something. <laughs> Well, you didn't miss Gerso and Eric Hurtado breaking our hearts. Oh, got that one. That's the reference, damn it. I'm sitting here running through like, who's leaving what podcast and what joke am I missing here? Yeah, I get it now. It was a stretch, but some. I bet some people were like, oh, I know what he's talking about. It's been a day at at work with the weather and power going out. And at least your cat's poop in a box and don't have to go outside like my dogs. That is true. That is true. That's that's helpful. Can you imagine um, if you pooped in a box, bro? What an ugly life cats lead. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just, Demons. like I said, it's been, the weather has been crazy, which has made work crazy because, you know, working for city government, when power goes out, water pipes freeze and everything, you know, people. Oh yeah. We're talking Snow Latha, bro. We yeah, know all about Snow Latha. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, this is where they come. And so we've had that going on. You know, we've had our cat who had to have surgery and, and that's been a thing. And then there's the pandemic that's still going on. It's just. Been, oh, really? <laughs> you wouldn't know. I wouldn't but, know. Uh, it's just, it's been a, a, a day, a week, a year. Well, I hope we're all gathering in masses to stay warm. You know, if you uh, <laughs> use yeah. your body heat, we'll all be good and, and be <clears throat> fine. Don't do that. <clears throat> don't do that it's uh sorry i now my throat's giving away now i don't you're know mute me. i see you're talking on mute what I'm, is this it's the like i said we're we're lucky if we get through this podcast and i don't lose power halfway through we're not even going to click restart man this is this is gold <laughs> we're, we're leaving it in this is we're golden. doing it live it's snl yeah it's uh i don't know but some good news we did get a new review oh it's been a did. little bit you it's, told me that I did. It's been a little bit. Do you uh, do you want to read it or would you like me to read it? I well, I I do like reading. I I view it as an adult enrichment activity. <laughs> you so go for it, my friend. My wife lets me read books to her and I enjoy it because I get to kind of, you know, I get to act a little bit, try out my English accent on the Harry Potter books. But <laughs> I'm not even joking, bro. <laughs> I am not joking. I want a uh, personalized uh book on tape. 
read by Daniel Hooser. A little audiobook oh, action. Yeah. Hey, so this this is brand new, man. This came in uh, just after we recorded last week from C. Robinson, 1026. Mm-hmm. Five stars. KC fans, give them a listen. I love this podcast. The guys are hilarious, not only on this, but also on Twitter. After every match, I look forward to hearing their take. And I make sure I never miss an episode, whether I'm listening during class, before joining the Rodron for a game. I've even listened to them on a flight from Sardinia to Rome. They make SKC or MLS easy to follow, whether you're new or have been around for years. If I could only listen to one podcast, it'd be this one. Keep it up, Jimmy and Dan. Now, see, that's where that's where he went wrong. Dan and Jimmy sounds better, (laughs) but Jimmy and Dan's fine. We'll take it. Dude, have we? I feel like we've heard. Is this another person that listened to us while traveling to Rome? Or is this the same person? No, I don't think this is the same person, but I feel like we've had an Italian connection before. Yeah. We're overseas, man. We're overseas. I also choose to believe that C. Robinson is Craig Robinson, the actor, oh. famously known as Daryl on The Office and that's from right. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, and so. Pineapple Express. I almost said Robinson, and that's <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Could also be that. No, that hey, thank you, Robinson, for uh, for the review. <laughs> I love it, and that's uh, awesome. dude, I don't know, I don't even know if I said Sardinia right, but it sounds like I I need. Uh, Oh, what's that little relish they have like in Chicago? Is it gardenia? Is that something they have? Uh, the little, the peppers and carrots? I, yeah, yeah, I think. I know what you're You not like that? You just made a face. You don't like I'm not it? A, I'm, I'm not, well, I was trying to figure out uh, what, like what the actual word. No, well, actually, you know, carrots aren't my favorite. It's a little spicy garnish though. They'll put it on like the, you know, the hot dogs or the hot Italian beef. Yeah. It's uh, all soaked in gravy. Gardenia. I, I am going to butcher this word, but it's giardiniera. Giardiniera. I almost said yep. giardiniera. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, that's all over Chicago. That's a vegan burger. I'm like an Italian beef sandwich and you put some giardinia. Did you just just do this? No, I didn't. Did you just do the Italian thing with your hand, mama mia? I just just realized it looked like I did, but I was like, I I was more imagining holding like an Italian beef sandwich in my hand. Well, we'll make you an offer you can't refuse with the Italian beef sandwich. All right. Last time I had an Italian beef sandwich was at Portillo's in Chicago after we went to the SKC game against the Chicago fire where we came back and won. And then uh, small children, Chicago fire fans tried to fight us. Was I, where the hell was I? You were, I'm pretty sure you were, you were there. I didn't go to Portillo's. You didn't go to Portillo's. You must, well, you guys were already vegan. So there's probably not a lot of, uh, maybe (laughs) because I did drive you to, I picked you up at your apartment by Navy pier. We drove to Bridgeview and then I drove back. Yeah. I, don't I know. thought you took us home, and then I'm like, "Oh, you just drop us no, off." I you took guys you. Go I party? definitely took you home. Huh? And then I, apparently, I went to Portillo's. All right. <laughs> Very cool. But uh, yeah, it's uh, thank you for the review. Um, you you made us go down a uh, giardiniera, giardiniera. I don't know how to Weird. say it. I'm not Italian. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to. Say it. it might not even be an Italian thing. It probably is, but it's just, I, just I just associate and it with there yes. you go. Um, <laughs> If you have not yet left us a review, make sure you do it on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. We haven't really checked, I guess, like Stitcher or Spotify. I don't even know if they do reviews, but maybe I don't I think they do. Yeah, it's weird. It's tough, man. It's Apple Podcasts really is is the reviewer sort of uh, name of the game when it comes to podcasting. Yeah, so. I, I don't know why they don't do more of that um, to help you be found on their sites, you know? Yeah. Because that's like- what it is. When you're thinking SKC Podcast, you're like, 
no other pod that sounds like a great podcast i'll check it out <laughs> you always look at the reviews make sure is this legit or does this have two reviews one of them's five stars one of them's two stars and that's so right yeah. and when you see 180 positive comments that's good stuff it's good it's good so uh yeah thank you so much make sure you leave that uh rating and review if you have not yet done so uh, and yeah, I mean, we got, we can't go a week without saying, if you have not yet gone to hellotushy.com slash no other, make sure you go get your bidet for uh, 10% off courtesy of no other pod. That's right. That's right. Especially People, we're now, doing it. if you don't want to get out, go to the grocery store, get some toilet paper because it's negative 47 degrees outside. Got your bidet. Don't need the I, toilet paper. I became that guy when I'm just like, when I lived in Chicago, it was way colder. Okay. And I'm like, okay, it's not, it's not a competition. Why am I doing that? Yeah. But we did have some negative 50 windchill days up there. So yeah, well, right on the water there with the wind coming oh, off yeah. the lakes. It's when they're yeah. like, don't have your pets out for more than 10 minutes. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Well, is my dog going to die? It's scary. Splinter's pretty small too. Very tiny guy. Doesn't got a lot of meat he on his bones. He had a little parka. He had a coat, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh boy. Well, we got some sporting news to talk about this week. We, we got do. some major league soccer news. A couple uh, sad, a couple sad sporting news is in my opinion. I don't know yeah, what everyone else yeah. thinks, but well, I'm sad. We'll, we'll talk about it all here. Um, I do want to start off by it. We thought that we'd have preseason soccer here next week. Initially, yeah. wasn't it February 22nd? Is that we were thinking we'd start getting preseason soccer? I think so, or at least March 1st at the latest, something like well, that. Well, now, so yeah, it's it's been pushed back officially because the start date of Major League Soccer has been pushed back. So Major League Soccer will kick off the weekend of Saturday, April 17th, and MLS players will report on March 1st for a seven-day quarantine period, medical exams, and testing prior to the start of team training on March 8th. So we're really still about three-ish weeks away from getting on-field sport in KC soccer, even in a, a, a official training capacity. True. It's kind of a bummer. but Nice to have a date. Nice to hear things spoken in that manner. You know what I mean? That there will be soccer. So I'm, uh, I'm pumped, man. I'm getting, 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 uh, getting lit. Yeah. It says, uh, you know, the new preseason uh, report date allows for at least six weeks of training before Major League Soccer's season kicks off. But this is kind of cool. And I'm curious to see which players take advantage of this. And I'm not going to judge if they don't, but I am curious. Players may begin their seven-day quarantine period prior to March 1st on a voluntary basis. In such cases, players may conduct individual training during the quarantine period or may engage in group training following the seven-day quarantine period, provided that each player has conducted medical exams and testing. So you know it's voluntary, but you know Peter's out there calling up his players, and he's like, yo, get your ass quarantined. We're going to get an extra week of training in. Is that – oh, man, that feels so – that feels dirty. Like, (laughs) not really – not like tampering or anything like that, but it feels like – is Peter allowed to – to suggest that in, a, in that kind of manner? He's not allowed to mandate it. Yeah. And he's probably not allowed to punish if you don't do it. But, you know, if you're, look, if Alan Polito's like, nah, I'm going to be in Mexico, I'll be there on March 1st, nothing's going to happen to Alan Polito. But if uh, you're his Instagram, he's back, baby. <laughs> but if you're Felipe Hernandez, yeah, you're probably going to try to quarantine and get an extra week of training because you're trying to prove your spot and, and earn your time. Trying to make that team, yeah. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these younger guys, especially start doing that early quarantine, get in, start being able to do some of that training a week early. Wilson Harris, Cisneros, you know, who knows? Those overachieving um, young guys. And yeah. then there's, you know, 
maybe Roger's like, nah, I could see Roger doing it too, man. Roger, <laughs> Roger's that workhorse, bro. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if there's anybody who wouldn't do it on the t- like nobody on the team that I can think of where they're like immediately like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Hmm. Like there's no like quote unquote lazy player that I can think of. And like, you don't want to label anybody like that anyway, but I mean, in order to play for a team like sporting KC, you have to have such a work rate anyway that I can't really see anybody slacking on the fitness side. Yeah. True. So, good point. But yeah. So we, you know, we have a little bit more information. Uh, there's the, the, the round of 16 of the CONCACAF champions league. Um, that's going to kick off April 6th and 7th. So we'll see Atlanta United, Columbus, Philly, Portland Timbers uh, competing in the CONCACAF champions league. So uh, they're going to be able to start reporting on February 24th with team training set to start on March 3rd. So they get a little bit of extra training time compared to the rest of MLS, huh. but they also have those extra games. So we'll see. Um, and then apparently the Canadian championship final has not yet been played, which I didn't know because nobody knows. So uh, Toronto FC are permitted to open training camp on February 17th provided that all players participating have conducted their seven day quarantine period. So yeah, it's, we don't have a schedule yet. It says that'll be announced in the coming weeks, but. Well, they always say they're just like, all right, we just bought us three weeks. So Mm -hmm. it's just, this is so, I don't, you look at the MLS schedule and you're like, why are we doing all of this? Like, okay. April 17th opening weekend, there's the 34 game regular season schedule. May and June, Lamar Hunt, U.S. Open Cup. Late summer, we get the League's Cup that Sporting KC is in, I believe. Late summer, MLS All-Star Game. Decision Day. And then the playoffs and MLS Cup. So it's just a lot of extra games, it feels like. It's going to be. It's going to be. And I hope we uh, – I don't know, man. I hope we have a quality roster where we can kind of tipsy and toss it around and, uh, you know, get, get everyone out, in and out of there healthy, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is not even keeping in mind that there's all the international games that might happen too. There's CONCACAF qualifying for the Summer Olympics in the middle of March. There's the Nations League semifinal and final in June. There's Copa America in June and July. There's the Euros in June and July. There's the Gold Cup in July and August. And then there's the Summer Olympics if those happen in July and August. There's a lot True. of soccer. Does that really, I mean, do you think the national, international games will uh, affect our team? I mean, it's, you know, it's other than time off when we're in a run or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, does Johnny get called up for Scotland in the Euros? Are they playing in the Euros? I was thinking U.S. mainly. And I I forget sometimes that uh, we are a diverse group of humans. (laughs) Alan Polito, maybe he gets called up to uh, the Mexican national team for the Gold Cup. I don't know. To sit on the bench, get out of here. I mean, that's what they did to him, man. No respect. (laughs) There's also, I mean, the summer Olympics, if they happen, it's a, it's a weird, there's a, that age cutoff. So like players like Buzio, I wouldn't say he's totally out of the mix for something like that. Yeah. But wouldn't he have been called into their camps already? Didn't they already have one? Maybe they had a camp, but I don't know that that was. I don't know, man. Matt, Matt Doyle was talking about it and he, he thinks Buzio is not really in that picture. Well, I mean, Hey, I'd rather him not be on selfishly because I'd rather him stick around. Yeah. You gotta say club over country, right? yeah except you know they they get that paycheck so it might be a little different in their eyes and then uh, we got some updated primary transfer window dates march 10th to june 1st and then we have about a month off and then another transfer window opens july 7th to august 5th and at that point i'm like why even just why close it yeah why close it at all 
you're just going to say, okay, you can get new players basically for most of the entire year, except for the month of June. Hmm. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. It's but. very weird, but uh, well, you know, American soccer has always been a little bit weird. So <laughs> we just got to roll with it. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. So I don't know, man, but we'll see. We might lose some players to some of those games. We'll see. Hopefully not. But we did learn that we lost a couple other players officially this week since we recorded last. We started Rest with... In peace. <laughs> they're still with us in oh, that shit. sense. Oh, That's right. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're alive. Jerso, uh, he announced on Instagram that his uh, four years with Sporting KC have come to an end. Uh, he's going to be... Uh, moving on to a club in South Korea. Is that uh, the bad Korea? No. Oh, okay. But it's not a good Korea. I mean, is South it Korea is fine. Good? South is Korea is good. What if it, but it's like, it's like the butt of the bad Korea. Like no, the, the bad South- one is right above them. Very close. It, I mean, South Korea is to the South of North Korea. Yeah, but exactly. South Korea is great. It's, uh, come on, come on. I'm saying I've heard very lovely things about South Korea. My dad okay. lived in South Korea for a little bit. Well, that's too bad. But I'll t- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying he had whatever this means, a bona fide offer to stay yeah. here. Yeah. And I, you know, for some reason, South Korea must have thr- thrown the, uh, the South Korean bucks at him. I don't know what the currency was. I tried to think of it. I got nothing. But oh, uh, gosh, I know that. What is it? You do? I did. Oh, are we both Googling it right now? Is that what we're doing? Because it's called Wan. Yep, Wan. I knew that. So they gave him a crap ton of Wan, and uh, which the conversion rate is absolutely insane. I mean, if you want to have a dollar, well, here's here's a thousand Wan. Like what? Yeah. Okay. So. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm upset. I liked him. I thought maybe things would work out. Like he had this offer. Maybe he would you know come off the picketing line if you will but he's he's leaving us man to yeah go to the, a good career the issue is so a bona fide offer is a weird thing where it's like technically i think it's like a five percent raise or something there, there's official like rules about what a bona fide offer actually means it's very rigid in mls and he apparently didn't like it he wanted more money and peter probably understandably from peter's perspective was like no we're not giving you more money we don't even know if you're the guy on the left wing like you might be a super sub i don't know true so i get that it's it's, i'm just mad i'm just i'm sad i'm all those emotions and i i get that man but he uh don't remember what i was gonna say just now but (laughs) he'll be missed i'll tell you he'll be missed he was he was a joyful guy to be around he was he was happy um he seemed like he just genuinely had a lot of fun playing the game you know occasionally he'd roll around on the ground a little bit but but we own his MLS rights, so mm-hmm. if he were to come back into the league, exactly, we have right of first refusal. Whether he wants to go play for Miami or wherever, like that's right, they'd that's have to pay to us. us for his rights. Right. So, so I mean, maybe it's, it's not for him, and he comes back. We don't know. That's it's happened. the same same thing like with Kyrie. He left to Germany, was there for a year, was like, okay, I'm, I learned some stuff. I'm good. I'm gonna come back. Dude, you can't get attached to these players. The Matt Beasleys, the Graham Zussies, those are one in a million. Mm-hmm. Don't, people don't stay for, with the same team very long. I mean, yeah. this ain't NFL where, where Patrick Mahomes is, si- is committing a decade of his life to one team. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not yeah. happening. And it could just be that he wants to test his talent somewhere else. I mean, like this was a sure. great Instagram post. He met his wife here. I think she's from Kansas City. She Her is. Her family's now still she's here. Now going to live in South Korea? 
well and apparently this was funny and i didn't catch this on, on first read where he just like in the middle of this announced they're having another baby jesus just like it was like in parentheses like just like wow. oh by the way <laughs> what a, um, what an announcement uh that that kid will grow up and feel very <laughs> very appreciated <laughs> but i mean he Definitely says it was a surprise obviously he says kansas city is home and sporting kc is my club so you never know maybe he comes back mm. well we're not your club you left us <laughs> it's different the, we didn't fire you man you got you got bona fide all right you were bona fide <laughs> and you turned it down <laughs> uh, well the other guy i'm mad i'm all sorts of emotions dude yeah, it's very it's sad. okay you're you know you're going through the five stages of grief you're about Anger to hit is me. one of them. You're about to hit me with another one. I am because Eric uh, with a K. One day after Gerso left, uh, Eric Hurtado did the same thing. He uh, he spent two seasons in Kansas City, although it doesn't Not feel enough like time it. Time to get attached. I'm okay. Well, especially since one of those was weird 2020. So we didn't get to see him as much for those. Doesn't two years. count because 2020 yeah. it didn't exist. It's kind of like the 13th floor of a building. It's just not there in the elevator. Like you can't do it. Yeah. That's what 2020 was. The thing we'll always remember for Eric Hurtado is that volley against Nashville SC, the match-winning volley last year that was goal of the season. Which um, shouldn't have even been a close game against Nashville in the first place, but whatever. <laughs> but he says, you know, the last two years I've been blessed with amazing teammates, staff, and fans. I am forever grateful for the friendships and experiences I've made during my time. I appreciate the love and support since the day I have arrived. It's time for a new adventure, but KC will always have a place in my heart. Now. Well, clearly your heart wants you to be in Canada because you're going back. <laughs> I was going to say. Because the COVID restrictions are, are not as great. He's not, he's not going to, uh, to Vancouver. He's going to Montreal. So he's yeah. going back to the northern. Uh... The bad Vancouver. The French Vancouver. <laughs> Maybe he loves poutine. I don't know. Hey, you better stop talking dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe he just wants to go to a country that's a little bit more restrictive with stuff. I don't know. Who knows what he's what's going on. But um, we're going to see him because he's still going to be in MLS. So it's a little different than uh, than Jericho's situation because we still true. own Jericho's MLS rights. So Very true. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, I mean, this really means if you look at that depth chart, and we talked about this a little last week, you got Alan Polito up top. And then I guess Kyrie, but Kyrie's also starting on the left wing. So I guess Wilson Harris? No, not Wilson Harris. I mean, what, what we just don't talk about uh, Tyler Freeman? Tyler Freeman's more a wing than a nine, though, isn't he? You're more of a wing than a nine. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, is, is Tyler Freeman not a nine? I thought he, well. Okay. Get now your little Freddy Fast Fingers going. Google that shit. I'm telling you, dude. And how come everyone's announcing that they're leaving on social media? And then, and then sporting's like, Hey, by the way, they, they, they're leaving. And it's like, no, we already know. We saw it on Instagram. How come that's the official stuff now? If I want my news, I go to the IG. If I want supermodels, I go to the IG half naked ladies and players leaving the team. IG transfer market says Tyler Freeman's main position is left wing transfer market. Who, who, what is even transfer market? They don't even have vowels in their name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look because they they supposedly track uh, position by games played. So I'm trying to look that up. But I'm well, he hasn't played the any games, so it's well, not fair. No, but in the USL, he's played 26 games in the USL. We don't count that. Well, I mean, they don't even have they don't even have Adidas soccer balls. Okay, they use select. Did you he know played, this? He played 13 games at left wing in the USL, and then three at number nine. Boom! He's number nine. <laughs> <laughs> he had zero goals and zero assists at striker. 
Well, you're not supposed to assist as a striker. You know, you're supposed to get the ball from others. That just shows that no one assisted him <laughs> like they should have been doing. So, so not his fault. He's more of a wing, I think. But all right, well, I'll let you have this one. Well, I, I you know, who knows? I, I, I have thoughts on this for some content later in the pod that I want to bring up in, okay. in a bit. But because we're we're talking about people leaving, I want to talk about potential inbound people hypothetically soon. But um, another person, I well, think you know we what? Talk- I'll you know just just sign me, just sign me, bro, <laughs> just sign me right now. I got my Sporting KC nameplate, put it on the locker. Yeah, I'm ready to go. There you go. Uh, I think I think we talked about this last week, but the rumors that uh, that's where a video podcast is good because yeah. no one knows what the hell I was just doing. You're holding up your nameplate from from the uh, the sporting uh, adult camp, right? Adult camp, yeah, yeah. It's just show and tell over here, no big deal. Well, and for those of you who can't see Dan, he has got an epic scarf wall behind him now. It's pretty cool. So, it's actually uh, all the walls. Scarf all walls. It's very uh, <laughs> it's very claustrophobic. Yeah. I feel like the elevator has stopped, and I'm going nowhere. It looks good though. I mean, it looks like your yeah, wallpaper cool. is sporting KC scarves. It does. Yeah. Of course we put the favorite ones on the back so you can yeah. see all those, you know, got the man, man of the month going on. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it. It looks good. Yeah. You got a, uh, I see a, a, a U.S. men's national team scarf on the left side there. That's over there. I got some uh, SPR in there as well. You mm-hmm. know, then I got a wall of all my other teams. Nobody like, wants from those. stadiums. I went to like the galaxy <laughs> rapids. You yeah. Know, other MLS no, that's squads. cool. That's cool. I got on, on the wall I have, which is not behind me. So if we ever do a video pod, you're not going to see it. Uh, I got a bunch of sporting scarves and then, yeah, SPR. And then like, like you do, anytime I go to another stadium, I try yeah. to buy a scarf. Some international so. stuff too. I think I have some gold cup and some uh, mm-hmm. ICC scarves mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Neat. So I think we touched on this last week, but the rumor that Felipe Gutierrez is going back to his native uh, home country of Chile is uh making the rounds and so sounds like we're not getting uh felipe gutierrez back which i think we kind of had all mostly assumed at this point given how those contract negotiations seem to be going or not going uh mm-hmm. but i don't know i tried to put my thoughts together i wrote a little thing for the blue testament uh this week where um i thought it was going to be more controversial than it turned out to be i guess some more people actually agreed with me than i thought but I kind of made the case that I think sporting needs to use that DP spot and that money that would have gone toward Felipe's salary, try to find a left wing, like a true out and out left wing designated player, because it's not that I don't like Kyrie. I'd rather have Kyrie either truly behind or in a rotation with Polito if need be, or I think Kyrie's much better on the right wing. So splitting time or, or figuring out how to have him and Johnny play together. But if you had a DP left wing, Alan Polito and then Johnny Russell with Kyrie Shelton rotating in on the right. That is a terrifying front three. Yeah. So no, that sounds great. I, I just feel like I have no, I hate change, Jimmy. I hate it. And I know as a human, you change over your lifetime. Like change is good, but we had such a good thing going and Felipe Gutierrez never got to really get off the ground. And now he's gone and jerso has gone and it's just going to be, it's going to be different. So I just assume that Kyrie Shelton's going to show up and be amazing this year. He's going to be smoked. It's like a soft rebuild almost. It's not it really a rebuild, but way. it feels like. And Beasler left like that. That stability in the back line just kind of went away last year. You know, yeah. it's it's gonna it's gonna be the most different sporting case he's felt in a long time year yeah. over year. And someone's gonna pick up the slack. I know it's someone's gonna put the team on their back and say, okay, 
the fans are probably feeling a little weird about our new lineup. You know, everything's changing. Let's, you know, let's take it home. Let's, let's show them that we're still, we still know how to compete. We really need Alan Polito to really sort of Polito, hit the ground running. Russell, I think Johnny Russell will come in there and really take control. Roger, whenever he's on the field, is going to take control. Even Elie, dude, if Elie's on the field, I mean, it's he's going to be that leader. So I'd love to see Gadi Kinda and Alan Polito build their chemistry a little bit more because there were some moments of magic True. between the two of them last year. It's just yeah, with COVID, the start, the stop, the start, the stop. Like we didn't, I don't think we got to see that to its full potential. And Polito yeah. got hurt. And we haven't mentioned Melia but I, I think that's a good thing. Like that. We're not even worried about that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. If Emilio was listening to this, he's like, why are they talking about me? Cause we don't need to bro. Cause yeah. you're a beast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to say. Yeah. There's the, the position I am least worried about on the field is goalkeeper. Yes. Knock on wood that he uh, stays damn healthy. Yeah. That's well, and sure. that was part of the problem with Felipe and, and you know, he wanted designated player money. It seems like, and apparently probably didn't want any contract incentives or at least Sporting KC wasn't willing to give the big contract incentives that he, he would have asked for. And yeah. Sporting KC's looking at it being like, you kind of have a pretty extensive injury history. Like your 2019 was great. You were the team MVP that year, but can we give you a $1.65 million per year salary, not knowing what you're going to be like? I mean, it could have worked out great or it might not have. Yeah, it's a pretty big risk and risk is not something owners like to take yeah in the game of sports i mean it's i don't know man it's not like he was a young player with the world in front of him you know what i mean he's not old either don't get me wrong but it's i take back to patrick mahomes they flash that money at him because of how young he is and they know the lifeline i mean look at tom brady dude he's in his 40s patrick mahomes could ride this out and make buku bucks and keep winning keep getting better Mm -hmm. with soccer man gutierrez just wasn't at the right age to to recover like that does that make sense yeah i mean i think you know i'm not a doctor (laughs) he's what 31 i think maybe 30 31 somewhere around there and and you know that that still doesn't mean he he was old he he could have had you know a number of years left but it's just i think the risk reward with that money locking him up to another multi-year contract was something that Peter probably was looking at and was like, I think we can get that production elsewhere. And maybe you can right. get it from Gianluca Buzio, who's already on the roster. So maybe we'll so. see. One thing that could be interesting is MLS, because they, they looked at the roster mechanisms and they said, this isn't complicated enough. We need to make this more complicated. Like, oh, of course, we already have Tam, we have Gam, we have designated players, we have... Um, you know, right of first refusal. We have special discovery players, which I still can't really tell you what that means. But um, they they decided we need another player acquisition mechanism, and so they're starting this new U twenty two initiative. And and I don't really know if that's what it's actually called or if it has an official name or what. But uh, if you follow Sam Stagecoll or Paul Tenorio uh, from the Athletic, you've seen maybe a little bit about this. But basically. What this seems like is it's an incentive for MLS teams and MLS owners to go out and spend larger amounts of money on young players who have a lot of potential. And this can help, uh, I was going to say sporting, it could help sporting, uh, but it, it could help MLS teams become more selling clubs that get these young players, help develop them, and then sell them to Europe, sort of like Atlanta did with Miguel Almiron. But there's a few um, caveats to, to this, uh, the rules that you have to acquire players under. They have to be under 23 
for their first year of their contract. They cannot turn 23 in the first year of their contract, which is why it's called the U22 initiative. They can stay in the program until they turn 25. So you can sign someone on like a three-year deal when they're 22, and then they can turn 25 in their last year. Um, homegrown players are eligible. Um, you can have up to three players that have this designation. And here's where it gets interesting. There is no limit to acquisition costs, just like a designated player. So basically you could go out and you could spend a hundred million dollars to get, you know, uh, Timo Werner, who's, he's what, 21, 22, around there. I don't know, but, um, you know, the, like, there's no limit to the amount of money that you can spend on these players. And it's not going to, um, charge against your, uh, your budget, your salary budget. Um, and it looks like this is where it gets a little confusing. They make a reduced budget charge. I don't exactly know how it'll work, but basically they don't count the full budget charge toward your salary cap. So it's a little complicated. It's, it's nothing official from the league. This is all reporting, but I don't know. Like when you've seen teams like Atlanta find players like Miguel Almiron and sort of turn them and flip them, does this get you excited that MLS is trying to bring in some more of the young up and coming talent as opposed to signing more Zlatan Ibrahimovic's or Nani's or Pato's or, or whoever? Say that again. I think you cut out there. No, sorry. Do you, do you, uh, do you, are you excited that MLS is trying to bring in more younger up and coming talent as opposed to teams resorting to more signing the older Zlatans or Nani's or whatnot? Yeah, I think that's where it's kind of going, right? They want to, everyone really invest in the, uh, you know, farm, farm to field system kind of deal. And, uh, you know, they, Dallas is doing it big. Hell, they, every damn person that comes out of their academy goes to Bayern Munich, it seems. So it's big, man. And the youth is the future. And they would like mm -hmm. to they would like to build their own players rather than going out to bring in other people to make the league relevant, you mm -hmm. know? It'll be interesting to see if this um, sort of more likely affects like the big spenders, like the super clubs, like NYCFC or LAFC or Seattle seems like it would because now they can spend even more money without having to worry about it counting against the budget. Oh yeah. But we'll see. I mean, sporting now has spent a reported 9 million on Alan Polito. Maybe they'll go spend some more millions on a, a young U 22 player. So uh, let's see here. A couple other things I just want to talk about this week. So this is where I, we were talking about like who might be able to come in on that front line. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but, on MLSsoccer.com, they had five intriguing players still on the market as free agents for the 2021 MLS season. And I'm going to throw a couple hypotheticals at you. And people are going to scream at us probably for suggesting these things. But couple, there's a couple players on here where I'm like, that's interesting. I'm just going to throw this as a hypothetical. Let's say we need another number nine. Peter really likes Kyrie on the left wing, doesn't really trust Wilson Harris yet at at backup forward, we have no Hurtado, and he doesn't Tyler want to rely Freeman. on Tyler Freeman's ready. <laughs> he doesn't want to rely on Shelton being the starting left wing and also the backup number nine. Dom Dwyer's a free agent. Oh shoot! He said it. Wish he didn't say it, but he did say it. Dom Dwyer's a free it. agent. What if? What if? What if Dom gets in touch with Peter and he says, "Look, I don't need to make what I made before. I loved Kansas City." I would come Bring I would, back. I would take a, a pay cut. I don't need to be the guy. I know you got your, your DP there. 
let me come in and play that Hurtado role. You take that? Yeah, I mean, do you think Dom is that is ready to sit back and and you know be in the co-pilot seat? I mean, it's or do you think he still views himself as that that lead guy up top? I'm sure he views himself as a lead guy, but he's 30 and he's still a free agent and nobody seems to be jumping at the, you know, the bits to sign him. So yeah, if he's still, yeah. Why is he still free? Right. What's, what's wrong with him? It's like a, it's like a car that has low miles, but it's been sitting there for a while. Why, why is it sitting there? Well, I think part of the issue is he didn't really live up to that trade in Orlando. They spent all that money to acquire him from us. Are which... you sure? Cause it was his spiritual home. <laughs> It feels like that feels pretty serious. Yeah. Well, and uh, his wife, uh, Sydney LaRue Dwyer, just signed, I think, a contract extension with the Orlando Pride. She's kind of a big deal. I don't know if you know that. But I uh, I don't know. I mean, he's not. he doesn't seem like he's, uh, he's going to be re-signing with Orlando City. Now he is coming off arthroscopic surgery on his left knee. So is he trying to play, uh, play stay-at-home dad then while mom goes and makes money or what? I don't know. I just, um, you know, he's. Cause that sounds great. I'll have a baby <laughs> just so I don't have to work. How about that? I'm just saying he's familiar with the system. If you know, he like the, the thing I think that would keep Peter potentially away is this knee injury. But if the price is right and Dom is willing to take a back seat and come off the bench, I'm just saying. It went too fast. I had a Bob Barker thing queued up, but yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's not out to, it's not outside the realm of possibility. And you kind of got me a little excited. Cause I, I like Dom. I was a little salty at first, how the whole thing went down and what he said, you know, to get the fans riled up at men and blazers, but uh, that'd be cool. I think, I think the fans would like it as well. And we'll probably get a lot of, a lot of hate saying, no, no, we wouldn't. No, yeah. we would not. I, I look, the price would have to be very right. I'm not going to sure. spend a lot of money on Dom Dwyer, but I'd feel more comfortable with Dom Dwyer coming off the bench than Wilson Harris. Yeah, I'm going to tweet at Vermees right now, let him know that's <laughs> something we should do. He probably has a Twitter. I don't know. Well, here's the, here's the <clears throat> excuse me, getting choked up at the thought of Dom coming back. Um, <laughs> here's, here's the other one I'm going to throw at you. You want to know who else is still a free agent? No, this Ooh. one's a little trickier. Kai Kamara? Exactly. Yeah, how did I guess that? I didn't even know that for sure. I was just like, that sounds about right. Now he's six years older than Dom. He's 36 he's as opposed free to 30. Agent, bro. He's played for more clubs than who knows anybody. He's all over the place, man. He's putting roots everywhere, but he loves Kansas City. He's had back-to-back 14 goal seasons as recently as 2018 and 2019. That's not crazy. He's, that's, that's not bad. He's good at using his size. He's decent hold up play. Again, you got to take a pay cut. But if Kai's coming off the bench in this, you know, it's the 70th minute, you need a goal and Kai Kamara's coming in. Stop. Are you starting rumors here? Like this is. I, no, this is all hypothetical, but nah, I'm just it's saying. It's rumor, bro. It's, <laughs> it kinda, the hypothetical hype. The, the word hype is in hypothetical. Like that feels, it feels real. It's true. I'm a so, little excited. You got me, you got me feeling like it's a Friday and WandaVision's on later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So one or th- one of the two, if we need a number nine and we feel like we need a little bit more depth, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just asking dude, questions. I'll catch it. I'll catch it. Put that in my pocket. <laughs> Chew on it for later. So yeah, you uh, see if we can uh, throw that out there and see what happens. I'm sure we're not thinking of anything that Peter hasn't already thought of, but I don't hate either of those for some reason. I don't know. What the hell? Why don't we just uh, 
try to trade for CJ Sapong while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> get Sal Zizo, bring the Benny Failhaber show back. Okay, let's not get crazy. Sal Zizo's like a real estate agent. <laughs> you know, hey, maybe uh, oh, actually he can... he's playing now, isn't he, in the USL? I think so. He came back. So uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing. I, I would hate it if they were starters, but as backups occasionally. <sighs> We should have had an interview this week. We should have had Benny on or something and thrown these ideas out there and been like, could, <laughs> could you relay this to Peter? Is Make this something you guys have talked about? <laughs> you think he'd be uncomfortable? If we start asking him to relay messages to Peter on our behalf about player acquisition. What if he was like, we've already talked about this. And we'd be like, oh, okay. Benny, while you're at it, tell him to trade back for Ike. Yeah, get him there back. you go. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Wow. Um, what an exciting, this is an exciting episode. There you go. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, uh, this excitement gave me a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> so we did, we did, uh, I want to cover one question that we got, um, from, uh, at one underscore chain on Twitter. Can this sporting squad, I assume he means as it currently stands compete for MLS cup. And then also he wants to know, are you excited for the St. Louis rivalry? And is Minnesota really our rival? So first off, do you think the sporting squad right now can compete for MLS Cup? Well, I mean, are we even a team right now? I mean, is the, the team <laughs> is the team finished? Probably not, I would guess. And and I would say if you were to throw the squad that we have right now on the field, that's a middle of the pack Western Conference lower seed playoff, lower to mid seed playoff team. I don't think that's things would have to break very, very right. And people would have to far outperform past expectations for us to probably be MLS cup contenders. I mean, why do I feel like other teams are making moves and getting better? And we were really not, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Let's not breeze over the center back and the defensive midfielding signing. We, we, yeah. we signed, but I don't know. It's just because we haven't made any flashy acquisitions that I'm, that I'm thinking that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's just, there's been no, Big time forward attacking player coming in. Remy Walter and Ismat Miran might be very good players and they might oh, be sure. huge additions. It's just, you know, there were times last year, stop me if you've heard this before, where finishing was a problem for Sporting KC. And chances are, you know, Alan Polito being healthy for a full year probably helps that, but we'll see. Yeah, true. So true, that's... true. By the way, I saw on Instagram, it's where I get all my sporting news. Alan Polito had one hell of a Valentine's Day with his wife. And I was just like, stop. You're really setting the standard high for us uh, married folk here. Okay. Yeah. I need to make sure my wife does not follow you because <laughs> this dude had rose petals everywhere. Yeah. My wife would be like, why? Why'd you give me roses? They're just going to die. <laughs> She'd yeah. be better if I gave her some vegan beef jerky, which there I go. did. There you go. Hey. <laughs> It's all about what, what they want. So but I told you, it's like what we talked about last week about Polito going to the Super Bowl. He's over the top, bro. He's mm -hmm. all about money. And that's why he drives the car that he drives. Probably not in this weather. Yeah. But he has to have the best. So I hope he plays like the best. Yeah. We'll see. Um, as far as the second part of this question, are you excited for the St. Louis rivalry? Eh. I no. mean, screw them. What the hell do they? They don't even know that we don't play in Missouri. Did yeah. you see their damn first post and then they yeah. deleted it? They should have yeah. left it up and been like, sorry, we don't follow sporting. We don't know what state they play in. They could have doubled down yeah. and made it a fun joke. But no, they suck already. They'll suck later. They'll suck. I hate them. They suck. They're already trying They're to claim robbery. soccer capital of America. And yes, there is a, some historical pedigree from St. Louis. But like, sure. y'all got to play a game before you start talking trash. Yeah. 
play play a game first not in the usl okay give it some time <laughs> it's not even the same club no they killed not. that club yeah so oh my goodness i, I couldn't believe it and it's just uh it's, we haven't played in missouri for how long uh over 10 years 12 years yeah a long time it's been so. a bit granted sporting's offices are in missouri but it's we don't count that that's just for tax purposes (laughs) (laughs) um minnesota i wouldn't consider them really a rival they're like they're like your your um like your cousin that you you kind of get competitive with but you still like and you enjoy being with them but like occasionally you just kind of want to beat them to remind them that like you're a little bit better yeah good 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 game let's go get uh let's go to the surly brewery and call it a day you know yeah yeah so. Uh, we, we'd invite you to the Boulevard Brewery, but shady shit goes on there. So we'll, <laughs> we'll go to Casey Beer Co. or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, thank you for the questions. Uh, as always, you can shoot us a question on Twitter and we'll, uh, we'll read it on the podcast. Um, and then lastly, NWSL, season ticket deposits coming up here. This couple week, days, baby. couple days, Friday. So, uh, and well, if you're a... Uh, a founding member i think you can get it tomorrow on thursday so we're both founding members um i don't know if i'm gonna get season tickets this year just because I'm, I'm still a little anxious with the covid stuff and and um i don't know how often i'll be able to get down there on that regular of a basis but i'm gonna go to as many games as i can yeah i mean can if if um if you're not comfortable going to a game can't you just trade them in or can you can you post them for sale in a marketplace or something i don't know i'm trying to be careful with money right now too so that's why i'm just kind of being like man i don't know if i can justify committing to more season tickets or what but i don't know i love spending money so i'm like all about it um (laughs) i i just i usually ask my wife how are we doing financially she's like we're good i'm like can i do this she's like go for it all right there you go we uh (laughs) i got the green light we uh we just had to pay for cat surgery so that uh that's not a cheap thing so How to scan your cat. Yep, exactly. Oh, that's a true cat scan, bro. Awesome. <laughs> that's great. But no, I'm, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for, for this team to get going. It seems like they're getting a lot of uh, really great support from around the community. Uh, their marketing is up. They just hired a, a chief operating officer, uh, Amber Cox. She's um, kind of a big deal, right? She's been uh, in sports before. She's WNBA been and stuff. Yeah, she was the the vice president of sports yeah. um, for Mohegan Sun. She was doing stuff with the Connecticut Sun. Um, it's this, this is a, a good hire. So, um, you know, she worked for the Houston dash and the Houston dynamo where she did marketing, public relations. Yeah, and broadcasting. We won't hold that against her, but that's she's, okay. She's got experience. So yeah. it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited for this team. You know, I'm not going to lie. The more I see the crest, the more I dig it, the more I'm like, I don't know. You got to change it. That's kind of what I was thinking when we're, we, for me, a founding member, they ask you questions and yeah. what you would name the team. Did you see the survey? You got I that did. in the email? I did. They didn't yeah. ask about the crest. No. They just asked about the team name. Yeah. What what would would you suggest for the team name? I don't I, I went back. I don't know. I can't think of anything really good. I still kind of like the idea of something along the lines like Fountain City or something like that. It's yeah. kind of cool. I think but... I said Casey Queens. That could work. Yeah, man. You stick with the royal theme. Yeah. I Chiefs like that. Kingdom, Royals. Uh I don't okay. hate that. You know? Okay. Queens wear crowns and queens are royalty man they're the best yeah. okay well hey. they ever play chess they're way better than the king <laughs> the king can't move he's too fat there you go so i don't know man it's it's really cool i'm excited um can't wait to see them play a game so yeah it'll be cool looking forward to that but 
I think that's about all we got this week. You got anything yeah, else for us? I think your instant pot alarm is about to go off. I, I am cooking dinner in the background and I got to go, uh, <laughs> I got to go f- uh, finish up dinner for tonight. But, um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, hopefully you're staying warm and staying safe and have power. We're almost there Friday. It's going to be like 40 degrees or Saturday. Ooh, so 50 next week getting like crazy, a, a heat wave. Uh, but make sure you uh, follow Open us on pool. Twitter at no other pod at Dan Couser at JC max zero three, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod, shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Leave us that five-star rating review. And don't forget to check out hello tushy.com slash no other for 10% off your hello tushy bidet. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Tyler Freeman could be a number nine. <laughs>